Fall. You can be seated. Ihr könnt euch setzen. Well, it's good to be here today. Das ist so super da zu sein. Uh, you, you guys have a very very great church. Ihr habt eine geniale Kirche. And it's because you are great people. Und das ist weil ihr geniale Menschen seid. And sind. you have an amazing pastor. Und ihr habt einen genialen Pfarrer. Pastor Leo and Susanna, both of them amazing people. Leo und Susanna sind einfach geniale Menschen. How about a round of applause for our pastors here Dann at ICF? Dann bringen wir doch einen Applaus zu den Pastoren da im ICF. I have had the privilege of traveling all over the world and preaching. And this is one of the greatest churches I've been to. So as we begin today, I want to talk to you about hope. Und wenn wir jetzt anfangen, ich wollte wirklich mit euch über Hoffnung reden. And having hope in the middle of your storms. Und Hoffnung zu haben in der Mitte von einem Sturm. So if you have your Bibles or turn on your phones to Mark chapter 4 in the Bible. Also wenn du die Bibel da hast oder ein Telefon, machst du auf Markus Kapitel 4. In Mark chapter 4 there's a story about hope. In Markus 4 da hat es eine Geschichte über Hoffnung. And so I've traveled all the way across the world today to give you hope. Und ich bin von der ganzen Welt da angereist, damit ich dir Hoffnung kann bringen. I pastor a church in Scottsdale, Arizona, as Pastor Leo mentioned. Ich bin Pfarrer von der Kirche in Scottsdale, Arizona, so wie Leo es gesagt hat. In that church, people are finding hope. Und in dieser Kirche finden Leute Hoffnung. Just like they are here. Genauso wie da. In fact, our church has become one of the fastest growing churches in the United States. Und unsere Kirche ist eine von der grösst wachsenden Kirchen geworden in den USA. If you're ever in Arizona, please come visit Impact Church. Wenn du jemals in Arizona bist, dann komm bitte in die Impact Kirche. Has anybody ever been to Arizona? Ist jemand schon mal in Arizona gewesen? All right, a lot of you. Ein paar von euch. Has anybody ever been to the United States? Wer ist schon mal in den USA gewesen? Okay, good. Has anybody ever been to Zurich? Oh, about half of you. Okay, good. Well, welcome to Zurich. <laughs> One of the things that I do is I pastor a church, and that church has seen over 1,100 people water baptized in seven years. Because God is giving people hope. Weil Gott gibt Leute Hoffnung. Uh, I also am the team pastor for uh, the Phoenix Suns. Ich bin auch Teampfarrer für die Phoenix Suns. And I've been ministering to pro athletes for almost 20 years. Und seit etwa 20 Jahren diene ich die professionellen Athleten. In fact, our church started as a small Bible study for pro athletes. Also ich hat sogar angefangen als kleines Bibelstudium für die pro, uh, professionellen Athleten. And then eventually we opened it up to the public. Und da haben wir die Öffentlichkeit aufgemacht. So I couldn't bring my wife this trip because she was sick. So my wife and my daughter stayed home. But I do have a picture of my wife and I that I'd like to show you. This is Natalie. And uh, I, thank you. She is, uh, I am very good looking. Thank you for that. And uh, this next picture is a picture of my family, my wife and my kids. And thank you. And Kylie is 16. Josiah is 14. And Jazzy is 7. So this is the Hearn family. And, um, and so I want to show you another picture. This next picture is... Uh, my kids with somebody you probably all know. And this is uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, 
Kobe, this was his last game in Phoenix. And so my kids took a picture with him uh, after the game. And my final picture is one that I showed you guys last year. But I thought I would show it again and it is of another friend of mine. I was his pastor and this is... Uh, Shaq, Shaq. So you can see how big Shaq is if you look at my fingers and then look at his fingers. He was so tall that my photographer couldn't get us both in the picture. So Shaq said, that's okay, and he picked me up. And then when he was holding me, his arm started shaking. I said, Shaq, you got to start working on your arms. Your arms are shaking. And he took his hand and he came over to my butt and he squeezed it and he said that's because Pastor Trav's got a big butt <laughs> today I want to talk to you about hope hope is the most powerful concept in the world When I first began doing pro-ministry, pro-athlete ministry, I'll never forget the first time I walked into a locker room. And I was so scared. I remember thinking, man, there's some very, very famous people in there. And there's very wealthy people in there. I remember thinking, what am I going to say to them? They have everything. They can buy anything they want. There was a few players making $20 million a year. And I'm supposed to go in there and give them hope. But I'm thinking they have everything. And one of my mentors, a pastor, he told me this. He said, I want you to remember this. He said, behind every face, there's always a drama unfolding. And what I've learned over the last 20 years is the same is true with all of us. That behind every face in here there is a drama unfolding. We are going through some storms. I know for me I've gone through a lot of storms. In fact, some storms I come out and then I go into another storm. Sometimes it feels like I'm going through ten storms at the same time. The storms of life are something that we all go through. And so today I want to read to you a story about storms. If you have your Bibles, I want you to look at Mark chapter 4 as I read. Verse 35, as evening fell, Jesus said to his disciples. He said, let us cross to the other side of the lake. Wir wollen auf die andere Seite des Sees fahren. So they took him just as he was and they started out. Jesus war schon im Boot, so entließen sie die Jünger die Menge. They left the crowds behind, though other boats followed. 
Sie stiegen zu ihm ins Boot und fuhren los. Einige andere Boote fuhren mit ihnen. Can you imagine being so famous? Hast du dir vorstellen, dass du so bekannt bist? That you're just trying to get away for a while and people are following you on boats. Dass du versuchst wegzukommen und alle folgen dir in einem Boot. So then the Bible says in verse 37. Und But as soon a terrible storm came. Doch bald darauf erhob sich ein heftiger Sturm. High waves began to break into the boat. Und hohe Wellen schlugen ins Boot. Until it was nearly full of water and about to sink. Bis es fast ganz voll Wasser gelaufen war. It says in verse 38, Jesus was asleep in the back of the boat. Währenddessen schlief Jesus hinter dem Boot. The Bible is so detailed, it said he had his head on a cushion. Es geht so fest im Detail hin, dass steht, dass sein Kopf auf einer Küsse war. And frantically, the disciples wakened him. Und in ihrer Verzweiflung weckten sie ihn schließlich auf. And they shouted, teach you, teacher, don't you even care that we're about to drown? Und riefen, Lehrer, macht es dir denn gar nichts aus, dass wir umkommen? Then Jesus rebuked the wind. Jesus dann bedrohte den Wind and he told the wind in the sea quiet down und befahl dem Wasser schweig and the wind fell sogleich legte sich der Wind and there was a great calm das heißt tiefe Stille and then Jesus asked the disciples this question und dann fragte Jesus die Jünger he said why are you so fearful jetzt fragt warum habt ihr so Angst you see it's a good question for all of us Why are you so fearful? See, there's really two responses to every storm that we go through. And let's be honest, we go through a lot of storms. Some of you today are in a relational storm. Your marriage is going through a storm. Some of you are in a medical storm. You're in pain, chronic pain. Maybe you've been given bad news from a doctor. Some of you are going through an emotional storm. Maybe you feel down or depressed or discouraged or sad. Some of you, you're going through a physical storm. But the worst storm that we could ever go through is a spiritual storm. And a spiritual storm is when you feel disconnected from God. It's when you feel like you don't have any purpose. I was reading last night on Twitter. There was a tweet by a great theologian. His name was Leo Bigger. Und sein Name ist Leo Bigger. And he said this. Und er hat Folgendes gesagt. Everybody is created by God for God. Wir sind alle geschaffen durch Gott für Gott. He said everybody is created on purpose for a purpose. Wir sind alle aus einem Zweck geschaffen, damit wir etwas machen können. See, everybody in here. Jeder da inne. You have been created by God for God. Du bist von Gott geschaffen für Gott. And a spiritual storm is when you're disconnected from Jesus. A spiritual storm is when you feel no hope. And there's always two responses to every storm. The first response is the same as the disciples had, fear. 
I'm afraid that my marriage is going through a storm. I'm afraid that my emotions are all over the place. I'm afraid of tomorrow or next week or next month. Fear is a very natural response to a storm. And we all have fear. But the other response that we can have is that of faith. You see, faith should always be the answer to fear. If I said you should never be afraid, you would agree with that. But you're going to still be afraid at times. But faith is the answer. It is the biblical answer to fear. In this storm that the disciples were in, it was a major storm. In fact, if you study the Bible, it tells us it was a major storm. The disciples knew about storms because the Sea of Galilee was known for storms. The Sea of Galilee always had storms. But this was different. This was a major storm. The boat is filling up with water. The wind is blowing back and forth. And they're so afraid. And Jesus says, What are you afraid of? Why are you fearful? I'm in the boat. And guess what? He's in your boat too. Did you know that Jesus is right in the middle of your storm? Today I want to give you three quick reasons why you can have Hope in the middle of your storm. The first reason you can have hope in the middle of your storm is this. God is omnipresent. And what does that mean? It means that God is everywhere. Omnipresent. God is everywhere. Okay? So if, if I go over here, God is here. If I go over here, God is here. If I go back there, God is there. If, if I come to church and sit in the front row, God is there. If I sit in the back row, God is there too. If I go to the US, God is there. So God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. He's everywhere. There's nowhere that God isn't. Think about it. God goes with you everywhere. He's even in the darkest valley. Do you remember the most famous Psalm, Psalm 23? Do you remember David said, and even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I will fear no evil. Why did he say that? Well, he told us why. I will fear no evil because you are with me. God, I can go through hell as long as heaven is with me. So God is with you. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. You will never go 
through a storm alone. Du wirst nie allein durch den Sturm durchgehen. Please don't ever forget that. Und vergiss das bitte nie. You will never go through a storm alone. Du wirst nie allein durch den Sturm durchgehen. You might feel lonely. Vielleicht fühlst du dich allein. But you are not alone. Aber du bist nicht allein. You might think God isn't paying attention. You might, you might think that God is sleeping. Or doesn't care. But God is in your boat. He is with you. God is everywhere. You know what else? God is all-knowing. The Bible says he's omniscient. The Bible teaches us that God is omniscient, which means that God is all-knowing. He knows everything. You know that God knows what you're going to think before you think it. God knows what you're going to say before you say it. God knows that you're going to sin before you sin. Has anybody in here ever sinned? Raise your hand. Okay. How many have done a really, really bad sin? You've done a really bad sin. What was your really bad sin? No. Quiet. Only God knows. God knows everything about everything. God is everywhere and God is all knowing. Gott ist überall und er weiß alles. Let me read you a couple scriptures out of the book of Psalm chapter 39. I'm going to start with verse, verses 7 through 10. David said, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. Und wo könnte ich deiner Gegenwart entrinnen? He said, if I go up to heaven, you're there. Flüge ich hinauf in den Himmel, so bist du da. He said, if I go down to the grave, you're there. Stiege ich ins Totenreich, so bist du auch da. He said, if I ride on the wings in the morning, you're there. Nehme ich die Flügel der Motenröte, dann bist du auch dort. He said, if I dwell in the farthest oceans, you're there. Und wohnt am äußersten Meer, du bist du auch. He said, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. God is everywhere. It was great. We had your pastor speak at my church a few weeks ago. Our church loves Pastor Leo. He does a fantastic job. He comes out on stage. He's got his skinny jeans on. He's anointed. But he has a big black thick jacket on. I said, Pastor Leo, I said, it's Arizona, it's July, you have a jacket on. He said, yeah, yeah. I said, it's 49 degrees Celsius outside. Really? 49 degrees? He said, that's okay. God is with me. God is everywhere. God is everywhere and God is all-knowing. I want to read you another scripture. In Psalm 139 verses 1 through 4. 
David said, oh Lord, you've examined my heart. David said, Herr, du hast mein Herz geprüft. You know everything about me. Und weißt alles über mich. You know when I sit up, when I, when I sit down, when I stand up. Wenn ich sitze oder wenn ich aufstehe, du weißt es. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. Du kennst all meine Gedanken, auch you wenn ich weg bin. see me when I travel and when I get rest at home. Wenn ich gehe oder wenn ich ausruhe, du siehst es. He said, you know everything I do. Und du weißt alles, was ich mache. You know what I'm going to say before I even say it, Lord. Du weißt genau, was ich sagen werde, bevor ich es überhaupt sage. God knows everything and he knows everything about you. Gott weiß alles und er weiß alles über dich. God knows everything about you. Gott weiß alles über dich. He made you. Er hat dich erschaffen. God created you. Gott hat dich erschaffen. And he knows what you need to go through. Und er weiß, wo du durch musst. To draw you closer to him. Damit du näher zu ihm kommst. You know what I've discovered about life? Weißt du, was ich erlebt habe bis jetzt im Überleben? One of the greatest secrets about life. Und der größte Geheimnis ist is that when I'm going through the storm, Dass, wenn ich durch den Sturm durchgehe, I'm closer to Jesus than I ever have been. Bin ich näher bei Jesus als je zuvor. My prayer life is better. Mein Gebetsleben ist besser. <laughs> My Bible reading is better. Mein Bibellesen ist besser. Sometimes I think that God is thinking, Manchmal denke ich, dass Gott in diesem Moment denkt, Why would I get you out of this storm? I love your attention. Warum sollte ich dich aus dem Sturm rausnehmen? Ich liebe es, wie viel du Zeit mit mir verbringst. See, there's always a purpose behind your pain. Es gibt immer einen Zweck hinter there's always a purpose behind your problems. Es gibt immer einen Zweck hinter you might not ever know the purpose. But God knows the purpose. There's always a purpose behind your pain. God is everywhere and God is all knowing. Gott ist überall und Gott weiß alles. And the third reason you can have hope is this. Grund, warum du Hoffnung kannst haben, ist, is that God is omnipotent. Ist, dass Gott allmächtig ist. He's omnipotent. Er hat alle Macht. Okay, omnipotent means that God is all powerful. Das heißt, dass er alle uh, Macht hat. There's nothing God can't do. God can do anything. Es gibt nichts, was er nicht machen kann. Gott kann alles machen. Like literally anything. Und ich, ganz, wirklich alles. God can restore marriages. Gott kann Ehe wieder zurechtbringen. If your marriage is broken today, God can fix your marriage. Wenn deine Ehe heute gebrochen ist, Gott kann es wieder I flicken. I want to say that again. God can fix your marriage. Gott kann deine Ehe wieder flicken. You have to put your trust in hope. Du musst deine Vertrauen in Hoffnung setzen. God can heal your body. Gott kann deinen Körper heilen. I was here a year ago. Vor einem Jahr bin ich da gewesen. Speaking to your church. Und ich habe da And I prayed for someone who was sick. Und ich habe für jemanden betet, der krank war. A few weeks later, they texted me. Ein paar Spöte, Wochen später haben sie mir eine um, Nachricht geschickt. They said, Pastor Travis, I was 100% healed. Ich habe gesagt, Pastor uh, Travis, ich bin 100% geheilt worden. 100%. That is nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. God is all powerful. There's nothing that God cannot do. Jesus said, I am the God of the possible. Jesus hat gesagt, ich bin der Gott für Möglichkeit. I am the God of the impossible. Ich bin aber auch Gott für Unmöglichkeit. I can do everything. Ich kann alles machen. If you look in the Bible story in Mark 4, wenn wir Markus 4 nochmal anschauen. In Vers 41. Vers 41. It says the disciples were filled with awe. 
steht, dass sie voll erstaunt sind. And they said among themselves, who is this man? Und sie haben zueinander gesagt, wer ist der Mann? That even the winds and the seas obey him. Dass sogar die Wind und Wellen ihn kurken. Great question for all of us. Das ist eine super Frage für uns alle. Who is this man? Wer ist der Mann? He's Jesus. Er ist Jesus. He's in our boat. Er ist in unserem Boot. He's in our storm. Er ist in unserem Sturm. And he cares for you. Und er sorgt sich um dich. In the Bible, in the book of Job 42, there's a verse that Job spoke that would be a great prayer for you. Job 42, 2, it says this. God, I know that you can do anything. Gott, nun weiß ich, dass du alles kannst. And no one can stop you. Kein Vorhaben ist für dich undurchführbar. God, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. Gott, ich weiß, dass du alles kannst machen und niemand kann dich stoppen. Nothing can stop you. Nichts kann dich stoppen. God is all powerful. Gott ist allmächtig. There's always hope. Es gibt immer Hoffnung. Listen, there's always hope. Hör zu, es gibt wirklich immer Hoffnung. You might feel like your situation is hopeless. But there's always hope. God wants a relationship with you. A friendship. You guys remember the story about a guy named Jonah? Not the Jonas brothers, Jonah. Not Jonas brothers, but Jonah. Jonah is a great story. The, the first Bible story I ever taught. Jonah ist die erste Bibelgeschichte, die ich je gelehrt habe. And Jonah was, uh, I, I, he, if I could tell you the story in short, short version. Wenn ich die Geschichte ganz kurz euch erklären kann. It would be this. So. Jonah ran from God. Jonah ist von Gott weggerannt. Jonah ran from God. Jonah is for ye, uh, God weggerannt. Jonah ran from God like many of you are doing right now. Jonah is for God weggerannt, so genau so wie viele von euch es jetzt gerade machen. So the first time I ever taught on Jonah. Also wenn ich zum ersten Mal über Jonah predigt habe. I was 17 or 18 years old. Bin ich etwa 17 oder 18 jährig. I was a brand new Christian. Bin ganz neu im Glaube gsi. And my pastor asked me if I would teach second graders. Und mein Vater hat mich bitten, ob ich zweite Klässler könnte unterrichten. For one Sunday. Einem Sonntag. I was like, yes, I will. Und ich so, ja klar, mache ich. And I'm thinking, what should I teach on? Und dann ich denkt, was sollte ich predigen? I don't even know the Bible. Ich kenne die Bibel nicht einmal. I said, oh, I remember a story about Jonah and a big fish. Und uh, plötzlich mir die Geschichte von Jonah und einem großen Fisch eingefallen. I'm thinking, I bet the kids would love that story. Und ich dachte, ja, alle Kinder würden das Geschichte wirklich die Geschichte gefallen. This was back before we had Google. Okay. Und das ist noch vor Google Zeit gsi. We didn't have cell phones, no internet. Wir haben kein. It's a long time ago. Nattel Internet kam schon lang her. Long hair. Yeah, no, no. That was Jesus. Long hair was Jesus, okay. I'm talking Jesus about Jonah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just making sure we're on the same. Hey, so, jo Jonah, Jonah, you with me? Jonah. Yeah, I'm with okay, you. Okay, okay. Right. Jonah. Uh, not the Jonas brothers. I know, I know. Jonah. I got it. Okay. I got it. <laughs> Jonah. So, uh, see, now you, now you made me sorry. forget what I was talking about. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Isn't she doing a great job? She's doing a good job. <laughs> Thank you. 
So I asked the pastor's daughter. I said, "Hey, I have a question. I want to teach the kids on Jonah." Und ich habe Pfarrers Tochter gefragt, du, ich habe eine Frage. Ich wollte über Jonah reden. She said, "I think that's a great idea." Das ist eine super Idee. I said, "Cool. Where do I find the story of Jonah?" Und da hat sie gefunden, cool. Aber wo finde ich denn die Geschichte? And she said, "Oh, the book of Jonah." Und sie so im Buch Jonah. I had no idea Jonah was a book in the Bible. Und ich habe gar keine Ahnung gehabt, dass das ein Buch ist. So let me tell you the story of Jonah. Also möchte ich dir die Geschichte erzählen. God asked Jonah to do something crazy ridiculous. Gott hat Jonas bittet, irgendetwas ganz Verrücktes zu machen. He asked him to go to Nineveh and preach to those people. Dass er nach Nineveh geht und dort zu diesen Leuten predigt. Now, the people of Nineveh were evil. Und die Leute sind wirklich ganz schlimm gewesen. They were wicked and they didn't love God. Es war ganz schlimm gewesen und sie haben Gott nicht geliebt. In fact, they killed people that loved God. Sie haben Leute umgebracht, die Gott liebt. In fact, they, the Bible says they would skin people alive. Und in der Bibel steht, dass sie die Leute lebendig empäutet okay. würden. This is, these are some evil people. Das sind ganz schlimme Menschen. And, and, and by the way, uh, Nineveh still exists today. It's und, in northern Iraq. Und Nineveh gibt es immer noch heute, ist im Nordirak. Okay, the Nineveh ruins are still there. Und die Ruinen von Nineveh sind immer noch dort. So Jonah says, "No way, I'm out." Und Jonah sagt, nein, auf keinen Fall, ich bin weg <laughs> and, da. And the Bible says that Jonah runs. He 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 goes the opposite way. He runs from God. Und es steht in der Bibel, dass Jonas in die andere Richtung rennt. I'm er not doing it, Lord. No way, I'm doing that. Sagt nein, das werde ich niemals machen. So he runs from God. Also rennt er von Gott weg. In fact, he paid money to run from God. Und er hat sogar Geld zahlt, damit er von Gott kann wegrennen. The Bible says he got on a boat and paid money for the boat trip. Die Bibel steht, dass er vom Schiff gegangen ist und sogar Geld zahlt hat für die Reise. Some of you today are running from God. Einige da innen rennen von Gott weg. And you're even spending money to run from God. Und du bist sogar Geld am Ausgeben, damit du von Gott kannst wegrennen. Living completely against God. Dass du ein Leben führst, das ganz anders ist als das, was Gott will. So Jonah gets on this boat and a storm comes. So Jonah steigt in ein Boot und da kommt ein Sturm. A huge storm. Ein ganz schlimmer Sturm. Major? Massiv. Major storm. Massiv. Massive storm. We say massive. We don't say massive. Like we say massive, massive. But massive storm, okay? It was big. Ganz schlimm. Like Shack. Big storm. Also wirklich groß, so wie Shack. And Jonah knows it's because of him. So he says to the people on the boat, throw me over. And it will calm down. So they said, okay, and they threw him over. They didn't even have to think about it. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's a problem. Sure, get rid of him. Man. <laughs> And then the Bible says a big, huge fish comes, massive fish comes and swallows up Jonah. Da kommt ein riesengroßer Fisch und frisst ihn auf. Schluckt ihn auf. What? Shock and awe? Shock and awe. Yeah, nothing with a shark. No, 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 no shark. No shark. Big fish swallows up Jonah. Ein großer Fisch kommt und schluckt ihn auf. And he's inside the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Und drei Tage und drei Nacht lang ist er da im Buch von dem Fisch. It's symbolic of Jesus dying for us and being inside the tomb for three days and three nights. Das ist ein Symbol für Jesus, wo drei Nächte und drei Tage lang im Grab gsi isch, nachdem er für uns gestorben isch. But hope is coming. Aber die Hoffnung kommt. And three days later, the fish spit Jonah out. 
Und drei Tage später wird Jonah rausgespuckt. And where did he spit him? Und wo wird er rausgespuckt? On the shores of Nineveh. Gerade vor Nineveh. See, God always gets his way. Gott schafft es immer, dass er das bekommt, was er will. Some of you today are running from God. Es gibt einige da die von Gott wegrennen. Watch out for the fish. Aber pass auf, da kommt ein Fisch. Stay out of Lake Zurich. Bleib weg von Zürichsee. You can't outrun God. Du kannst nicht von Gott wegrennen. I want to close by having you bow your heads for a moment and close your eyes. Ich möchte jetzt beenden, indem dass ihr euch die Augen zumacht und Kopf neigt. I want to do two things as we close today. Jetzt am Schluss möchte ich zwei Sachen machen. The first one is this. Many of you today, you are running from God. And you know you are. You can feel your heart beating faster. You can feel the Holy Spirit on you. You cannot outrun God. God wants you to run to him. It's time to stop running. Jesus hung on a cross for you. He died for you. You can live for him. Stop running from God. God wants a relationship with you. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Please, nobody looking around. If you say today, Pastor Travis, you're speaking to me, I've been running from God. I want you to put your hand in the air so I can see it. Lift up your hand. There's many, many of you. I've been running from God. Anybody else? You can put your hand down. And I want to pray for you. I want you to pray this prayer quietly in your heart. Dear Jesus, I am done running from you. I am going to run toward you. Today I give you my life. I surrender my life to you. I want to live for you because you died for me. Forgive me of my sins. Oh God, forgive me of running and help me to live for you. Help me to run to you. Jesus, I invite you to be my Lord and Savior today.
I want to do one more thing while we're closing in prayer. Und wenn wir jetzt dann erbetet, möchte ich noch etwas machen. There are many of you that are in a storm right now. Es gibt viele da inne, wo in einem Sturm sind. There are many of you that are going through the middle of a storm. Es gibt viele von euch, wo in der Mitte Mitte in einem Sturm sind. You also might know of somebody who's going through a storm. You should share this message with them. But today if you're going through a storm, I want to pray for you. Would you lift up your hand so I could see it? So many people. Jesus, I pray for those who have lifted their hand. Who are going through a storm today. Lord, would you give them peace? Would you give them hope? The Bible says that you can give us peace. It surpasses all understanding. God, that your peace will guard our hearts and our minds. God, I pray for peace. I pray for hope in the middle of the storm. God, today I pray for marriages. I pray for relationships. God, I pray that you heal marriages and relationships. God, for relationships with our children or our parents. God, that you would heal. God, I pray for emotions today. For those who are sad and broken. The Bible says that God is close to the brokenhearted. If you are broken today, God is with you. And God cares. I pray for physical bodies today. God, that you heal the sick. God, that you take pain away. God, that we are set free. I pray for those who are in addiction today. A storm of addiction. God, that you set us free. God, that we are free in Christ Jesus. No more addiction. I want everybody to look at me for just a moment. One of my favorite things about this Bible story is the Bible says in the middle of the storm that Jesus was sleeping on the boat. It's so detailed it says his head was on a cushion. You know what it's telling us? It's the perfect picture of complete peace in the middle of a storm. And God wants to give you this same peace in the middle of your storm. And let me tell you that God can do it.
Manchmal frage ich mich, wenn alles andere versagt und zerbricht, was bleibt zurück? Warum sind wir von überall hierher gekommen? Weil am Ende vom Tag nichts anderes Bestand hat. Wie würde das aussehen? Was wären die Konsequenzen von etwas so Radikalem? Wie würde es aussehen, Jesus tatsächlich zu folgen? Freundschaften können zerbrechen, Karriere vergehen und am Ende wird Reichtum wertlos. Er weckt einen Durst für Wahrheit, Mitgefühl und Liebe, den nichts auf dieser Welt jemals löschen kann. Worauf können wir also wirklich unser Leben, unsere Hoffnung bauen? Es gibt nur die einzige Sache, wenn alles gesagt und getan ist. Er allein ist unser Fels, unsere Mitte und unser Fundament.